Hello. Hello. And welcome, welcome to Trash Cat Productions. Productions, colon, we, we have, have to, to go, go back. back. I am the cat in the title. And I am the trash, as in Janie Trashmouth. They're alter egos. Years ago, we were roller girls. Yeah, but not like in porn or anything. No, 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 not in porn. Actual roller girls, as then we played modern flat track roller derby. <laughs> and the name of our podcast production company is a play on our alter ego roller girl names. You will never know our real names. That's not true, because most of these people know us personally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you don't know, we are mostly a TV show podcast. Yes. However, we will talk about other stuff like books, other podcasts, music, and pop culture in general. We will leave the movies to the Cinemaniacs, though. So listen to our podcast if you like TV and books and um, other podcasts and music and <laughs> pop culture in general. Uh, you're welcome. And thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi. Good morning. We are back with We Have to Go Back. I know you missed us. Even though it's been a week. (laughs) I definitely missed us. I mean, yeah, we haven't we haven't done like an in-person uh show since we had Jake as our guest. Yeah, it will and we haven't had a show in your house for quite some time yeah it's been a, and yeah exactly so it's been a while and yeah. we're, we're back in our little room that in we our love studio in our studio <laughs> that looks like a new york city apartment yeah. we love it we love it a super geeky new york city ap- <laughs> apartment might i add <laughs> i mean if you like pictures of cats uh, and like pop culture references then you know you're probably good to go mm-hmm Tell me what you've been um, listening to and, and watching, watching and, all the, and all the things. All of the things you've been consuming lately. Do I still sound? You sound fine to me. Really? Okay. Yeah. I still sound fucking weird to me. Anyways. Here, let me put this on my mic and see if. Does that help you? It sounds exactly the same to me. Does it? Yeah. It sounds a little better in my ears. Does it? Yeah. See, you sound perfect, perfectly loud and clear. Like, I still sound like that. To oh, me. yeah. I can't hear you anymore. Yeah. Do that. Can you hear it in your ears? Kind of. I can hear you doing it. It's like... It's Here, not, why don't we... You know what? It's not picking up the sound the same. Here, let me switch with me. And let me see if it's just me. <clears throat> no, it's definitely it's, not. It's your mic. It's the mic for sure. Here, we'll use this mic. Okay. So So unplug your mic. Not only is the cord bad, but the mic is bad. It's probably the mic that's... You think it's just the mic? I think it's just the mic. Thankfully, we have another one. We'll definitely have to get one for when we have guests. Yeah. Well, good excuse to get a new back-mounted one. Yeah, true. This is a good one, though. But you might... I don't know. I guess it won't matter about your um, headphones. Yeah. No, headphones should be fine. This one's quite a bit heavier. So there is a stand for this one. Yeah, okay. If you want to use it. Oh, wait, that's the wrong end. (laughs) I don't think I'll just hold it. Do I have to turn it on? No, you shouldn't have to. Oh, I plugged into the... I don't 
There must be something wrong with yeah, this setup. So You're on a mic. So are you. You're right. Hello, 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 hello. Um, Maybe this one? going on? I don't know. Toss, toss. Ooh. That sounds weird. It just needs to be turned down, but now it's better, right? Now it sounds... Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that? Yes. Sound good? Okay. Yes. Well, we're still recording. I didn't stop, so we can just cut all that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so what have you been uh, watching, listening to, consuming? Um, I, so I finished the Trapdoor book that I told you about last time. Um, oh, yeah. And that was wonderful. I loved that whole lot. Um, it was a quick I have it in my queue. Do you? Yeah. Um, it was a quick one, too, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, TV shows, I have pretty much, for the last few days, been strictly watching Drag Race. Yeah. Um, and I actually watched Saltburn, <clears throat> which you recommended to me and, of course, was on my list. Yeah. And uh, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was, like, it was very WTF, which we know I love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, most people do, but uh, this one was, I, I guess, for some people would be super shocking. Yeah. There were definitely some moments where I was like, whoa. Yeah. No, but, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. What uh, what have you been up to? So I've just been like consumed with these Will Trent books. I know I talked about a, a little I bit about them. I saw a, a preview for the show. Did you watch the preview Yesterday. for the show? Yeah, the show is not great. I mean, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got uh, some good cast and everything in it, but and I like that they made um, Will Trent's partner Faith a black woman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it uh, it's not the same. Like the the stories don't have the same like yeah yeah fuck me up fam quality as sometimes. <laughs> well, it's an ABC like you know exactly. yeah. yeah yeah. But the books, I mean, there's like fucking twelve or thirteen books in the Damn. series, and I'm five deep, bitch. Damn. Like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've just been like, oh, actually, I started six this morning. Okay. That's what I was listening to when you got here okay. was because I started uh, number six this morning. And it's just so good. It's about this kind of eccentric, severely dyslexic Georgia Bureau of Investigations officer. And he is, you know, he can't read at all, like at a second grade level, but he can like look at a crime scene and like know. Read it. And read it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've just been like, honestly, like I'm on the treadmill, I'm cleaning, I'm doing whatever that book is on. I'm driving in my fucking car. Mm-hmm. I've had to go and take care of my son's cats because he's been out of town and he lives about 20 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm, yeah. I like look forward to the drive, the drive yeah. so that I can continue listening to the books. Mm-hmm. So that has been just, you know, consuming me. And at night I watch drag race yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Saltburn, I know I talked last week a little bit about my husband taking me to drag brunch for mm-hmm. my first time, mm-hmm. which I absolutely had the time of my life. But now that you've watched the movie and you know what happened. Saltburn? Yeah. Okay. I can tell you 
what the queen, one of my favorite performances of the day, what she did. And she did like a tribute to Saltburn. <laughs> and it was super good. And, you know, you've got, uh, they've got like their helpers that are acting. So they made their really fancy couch look like a tub. <laughs> <laughs> and, there yeah. were, and one of the workers was like in the tub, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then she took out a tiny little tub that she had dipped in the water, <laughs> pretended yes. to dip in the water and drank it. So that's like two of your favorite things. They're like tiny things, tiny and things drag and drag queens in the same place, <laughs> bitch. I, was, I like you could not take the smile off my I face. Bet, I bet. And so then she goes over to another section and there's a lady there and she's hold, she's holding the bucket. They usually put their chips in, but she dips her fingers in it. And like there's some like red <laughs> Kool-Aid and she puts it on her face and puts it in her mouth <laughs> and then goes and gets up on the stage of the bar like is. And we're sitting on the bar. Tom's like, you, this is right where the queens walk up. And I said, mm-hmm. this is exactly where I want to be. Yeah. And so we were right there. And she got up on the bar and did the graveyard scene. <laughs> and the whole time, the the song that's playing is Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh. Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> and it was so I guess, I guess good. that song is back on the charts now. It Well, I hear it at the... It comes on like the radio at work, you know, it like everywhere I go, I hear that song now. I love when songs make a comeback. Like yeah, that. me I too. so rad. Like the, uh, when running um, up that hill, with running Kate up Bush. the hill with Kate Bush. Yeah, or like, exactly. Uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac and dreams. Yeah. Came back a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we've mentioned these things, I think before we haven't done, um, stranger things yet. It's not finished. So mm. But uh, when we do do Stranger Things, the music is going to be a really big yep. topic. Yep. But anyways, so this is, you know, talking about drag queens, this is leading me into what we're doing today. And I have been waiting for this moment for what seems like years, probably uh, over a decade. I've been trying to get you to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, and <laughs> that's true. And every and there would be times where you would come over and I'd be like, all right, you have to sit down and watch. Like if you came mm-hmm. when you were still living in E-Town and you would come here to visit and I'd be like, we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race. So you have seen yeah. some of it. But like to get into it. So today we are finally doing drag seasons run, one through five of Drag Race. It's and be just between us squirrels. Just between us squirrel friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so good. I'm so excited to talk about it. I have been dying. Yeah. And, and we have a special. We also have like a. I don't. We'll probably have to make it a part two. But we have a special interview with someone we know personally who worked on Drag Race yeah, for in seasons two, three, and four, which is what we're discussing today. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and and it was such a good interview. Like I, it just made me so happy. Yes. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I know it was a good interview. We had to record that before this one because the special guest had a time frame that needed to be done. So we had right. to record the interview first, but. Uh, it was very validating. Yes. For us in a lot of ways. And it just makes me so happy, honestly. Like, yeah. Yeah. To hear, to hear um, what you will hear when we air it. Exactly. <laughs> but we've got all the tea and all the shade. Yes, we, we do. <laughs> because we just were like, we, we made sure we had questions written down in advance. We were like, this is what we want to know. And we've been like, we asked about the Kai Kai. We asked about the Kiki. Yes. We asked about <laughs> all of it, man. And it was such a good interview. And I'm so fucking stoked about this episode. Yeah. So I this guess it we'll, easily could have been your show control for me, honestly. It really, really could have. 
and um, it should have been but it was one of those things where I didn't want to just do a show cajole because yeah. I wanted to do a full episode about it yeah and, and I know that we'll I know that we'll do another episode about it in the in the future I mm-hmm. mean our next one we can do you know five through ten six, six through ten or something yeah, yeah. Or six through ten mm-hmm. And then just take it by fives because it's been 15 years since Drag Race started yeah. in 2009. And the That's first wild. season was hard to watch, especially after seeing how much it's improved and how yeah. much more budget they've gotten throughout the years. Like, it just has this weird filter over it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like a lot of shows are like that. Like, if you, if you watch Breaking Bad for instance, right. and you watch the last season and then you go back to the first season, you're like, whoa. Yeah, 100%. So, I agree. I agree with you on that. But they, they definitely shot on a low budget this that This was first a fucking season. rough girl. It was <laughs> rough. It's really hard to watch after watching, uh, you know, you know, now being on season 15, I just mm-hmm. watched season 15. So it's just like it's wild to see how yeah. much it's changed to have to go back and and I did ha- go back and skim through mm-hmm. season one again just so that I could like familiarize myself with it again because it's definitely my least watch ep- uh, season because mm-hmm. like I said when I rewatch I usually skip season one yeah <laughs> and it's not to say that those queens aren't fierce because they are yes and they were there was a lot of talented queens on there it just they were all figuring it out together they hadn't found their fucking they hadn't found their like niche yet they hadn't found their grooves so it was very rough but you know speaking of season one Mm -hmm. um i definitely had my favorite queens i let's look and see here who were the queens of season one so the winner is Bibi uh, Benet, right? Yeah, Bibi Zahara Benet was the winner. Right. We had Nina Flowers, Rebecca Glasscock, Chanel, Angina. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel. Uh, Akashia, Tammy Brown. Love that little weirdo. <laughs> so fucking fun. Uh, Victoria Porkchop uh, Parker. And Porkchop becomes legendary throughout the drag race I, I kind of noticed that yeah. when, when I went back into, or when I got done with season five, they, yeah. they talk about her being royalty when she's in the audience yeah. for the Reunited episode. Exactly. So anyway, so Porkchop has become like a household drag race. Well, she's, her look is just very, I don't know. It, there's just something about her look that's just like. That well, she's not an attractive man. Right. I mean, you know, it's not. It, it, it's just very like features that you wouldn't normally say that's an attractive person, right, right? Right. And then you know she beats her mug, dude, and like she's a totally different person. But she was like the first one to go home, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Which is so bizarre. Yeah, she. But she like she cameos throughout the rest of the seasons. She's always in the front row at mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. Uh, drag race reunited uh when they announced the winners and stuff because mm-hmm. they used to just do the winners on stage until i think season four season three or four yeah i can't remember oh maybe it was season three but everybody just you know they would just give them the crown and the scepter and everything on the stage mm-hmm. in seasons one and two and i think three and i think that they started doing like a right. big event after season three right I, I like it that way, though. I think finale shows need to have, you know, the people's family members yes. and fans it was, and the it's judges. So cool. It's like a whole pre- presentation, yeah. right? There's like a stage. There's a, like a choreographed number well, and, in, in between every 
it's the finale. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it needs to be bigger. Everybody's than, looking fresh and dude, clean. And, and, and every, everyone's on point. Everybody's on point. Yeah. But we had um, the judges for that season were a little different than the rest of the seasons to come. I think uh, Merle Ginsburg and Santino Rice were the judges for seasons one and two. Like yep. with RuPaul, like the main judges. Mm-hmm. And Merle Ginsburg is a uh, journo. Basically, mm-hmm. she's like a fashion journalist. Right. And Santino Rice is a fashion designer and a fashion critic and a fucking dick, but whatever. <laughs> We're not going to. We talk, we talk, we go into detail about um, Santino. Santino. Yeah. It's so funny because just from watching the show, I don't really get that he's an a- asshole just watching from the show. Maybe he's worse than later seasons. It progressively seasons. gets okay. worse. And you can just see Michelle Visage, like, you know, a lot of judges on panels have that little rivalry thing. Right, right, Where right. one of them's a little bit softer and one of them's a little bit firmer mm-hmm. when it comes to some things. But the Santino and Michelle one feels real. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Not scripted. Uh-huh. Which, you know, we know these reality shows are supposedly unscripted, but we all know that's not true. Yeah. yeah. We know that they, they definitely manipulate things and set things up so that yeah. people are doing certain things to make it more entertaining to watch. Yeah. And, and I, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with it too. It doesn't bother me. But um so yeah, so Santino Rice and Merle Ginsburg were the main judges. Um, my favorite, I think, guest judge for that season was Lucy Lawless. Oh, she, she was Zena Warrior Princess. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, which is also like a gay icon. Uh, but I actually chose Bob Mackie, who was the first um, judge. Yeah. Just because he's Bob Mackie. I mean, hello. <laughs> what I would not give for a fucking Bob, Bob Mackie, Mackie dress. dress oh, my God. Yeah. Just fit perfectly to your body glamorous but sexy Mm -hmm. it has all of the cheesecake and i just want a bite yes just give me i just can i have like a just a little give me some kiki boots can i have some bob mackie (laughs) kiki boots (laughs) yes that's all i want but who was your favorite queens for this season um so i mean i bb was okay yeah, um, she was fine. My favorite was Nina Flowers. Yeah, I, her she was her personality. She seemed to not be um, as judgy and catty as as the other she girls. She was very congenial. Yes. yes, which makes sense. Um, and she, you know, she had that like punk rock totally. whole thing. So edgy, and her contacts were cool, and like she just yeah, yeah she was she was uh, yeah fierce. the edginess I think is what I, I was attracted yeah. to for yeah, sure. Exactly. So, yep. Um, I love Nina Flowers as well. She's one of my favorites. And I just fucking love that freak Tammy Brown, dude. I just cannot get enough of her just weirdness. I'm just like, what is this bitch on? Is she just like naturally uh, like like this? Or right. is she she feels like she's on something to me. But who knows? She's just very scatterbrained and just like very like in her, her fucking oatmeal eyebrows. <laughs> Her makeup was wacky, like her, you know, but she she was just fun, mm-hmm, fun to look mm-hmm. at, fun to watch. So I liked uh, Tammy Brown as well. Uh, my favorite challenge was the makeover challenge. Yeah. For that season. Mm-hmm. That one was the best one, in my opinion. There's a lot of heartfelt stuff that happens in RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's usually during one of those one of the makeovers. makeover challenges, because you're getting personal with people from the outside and mm-hmm. talking about your stories and stuff. Well, and I just... 
we always have to say it, but uh, you know, I love the representation and the and the build up of your own community, yes, kind of stuff. So, you know, when they do, uh, I, the contestants make over a group of female extreme fighters. That's right. Yeah, into their drag daughters. Zena, yes. that's the one that Lucy Lawless was on. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, and Robin Anton was on that one, mm-hmm. and that, and they always do like a. Usually, you know, if they're doing like an exercise and endurance mini challenge, it's going to be a pretty physical type main challenge as right, well. Right, right, But yeah, they make over the female female fighters using MAC cosmetics and supplies from Michael Levine fabrics and shoes from Kitson LA. I remember there was that one really, really fucking butch girl that was struggling. And that's what I love about the makeover challenges is... Um, that they always look like they're going to be a shit show yeah. to people that are being made over. And then they <laughs> finally like turn it out when it comes to the fucking runway. Yeah. And I love that, dude. So, yes, I, I am 100% here for the makeover episodes. And um, the winner of that one was Rebecca Glasscock. And the losers were BB Zahara Benet and Angina. They had to. That was Lip-sync when Angina left. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they did it just stronger by Britney Spears, which is fun. <laughs> but uh, that was my favorite episode from season, season one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite episode or challenge? Um, I would have to say, yeah, yeah. I pretty, I think pretty much for almost every season, it would be the makeover episodes. Um, pretty much, yeah. And I, they're always good. And the snatch game for sure. But um, in the. In the top three, we had, uh, I think we had Chanel, Nina, and BB Zahara Benet. Yep. And BB Zahara Benet ends up taking it, and Nina is Miss Congeniality for that season. So, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a, a step in the right direction, but, you know, it's. That, that was the one where Chanel left, right? She chose to. Oh, she yeah. She was like, I'm done. Yeah. She, because she couldn't handle the criticism. Yeah. She was definitely one of those queens that was um like that you yeah know, there's been a couple there has yeah <laughs> uh and then yeah there's really not much more to say about season one it wasn't definitely wasn't my favorite season between one through five at all and it certainly wasn't the best to look at so yeah. i mean you know nothing really major cool going on in that season but still, they, they was, were all just figuring it out you know everyone was they they had a plan, but they didn't know how anything was going to go down. Yes, so. exactly. But it was the stepping stone in the right direction. 100%. Yeah. And then we had season two, which was vastly better, but still had moments of, uh, you could tell that the budget was not nearly as yeah. good yeah. as it was later on. Yeah. Um, but in season two, we had Jessica Wilde, Jujubee, Raven, Morgan McMichael, Sonique, Mystique, Nicole Page Brooks, <laughs> Pandora Box, Sahara Davenport, Shangela, Tatiana, and Tyra Sanchez. Yes. Um, this was the season that I fell in love with the Puerto Rican. Yes, there's always <laughs> at least one token Puerto Rican on the show. Yep. Um, which I, I was wondering about that. At first, I thought it was because, you know, Puerto Rico is part of the United States, but we've had queens from Canada. We've had queens from Australia. We've had queens from... On the uh, American version? Uh-huh. Uh, from the United Kingdom. Yeah. Huh. So 
I don't think and BB is I, there's probably just a really lively drag community in Puerto Rico there very much is there it's v- yeah very that it's yeah. very much there very much is um, but this season we still had Merle Ginsburg and Santino Rice as the main two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. judges with RuPaul um, and one of my fa- my favorite guest judge duo was Terry Nunn and Henry Rollins I did love the Henry Rollins episode yeah um and you know who Terry Nunn is, right? I don't know. I don't she think so. sings Take My Breath Away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which most people would know from the original Top Gun movie. Right. As being the love scene song. And um, that her band was called Berlin in the 80s. That's right. Yes. I do remember. Okay, yes. Yes, so that's who Terry Nunn is. And Henry Rollins is, for you younger folks, which we don't have many of you, so most yeah. of our listeners will know who Henry Rollins is. But he was in a band called... Um, so um, Henry Rollins is a old punk rocker from the 80s. He was the uh, lead singer of the band Black Flag. Mm-hmm. He was also in his own band, the Henry Rollins Band. Um, and he's done a bit of acting, too. He was on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah, um, he has done a bit of acting. He's on a Tool album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a poet. Yeah. He's like a, yeah, he, he does a lot of poetry. Spoken <laughs> word, I guess, is the is the right way to describe yeah. it yeah um yeah, he, yeah he's an interesting character and i was i was surprised to see him as a judge on the show to be honest with you really yeah um uh, but i i mean i love it I yeah just, I, totally that is not who i would have um thought of if you had told me name the first judges from the first season of of drag race that was definitely not someone who would have been on my list <laughs> <laughs> well i mean yeah that, that i guess that makes sense but um that was one of my favorite episodes too from the season was the one where they had to sing rupaul's song but mm-hmm. they had to do it like in different styles i think right or yeah, oh like- no 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 that was season that was season four no this one they did uh because i remember just distinctly remembered carmen carrera doing the reggae version of one of but this one they all did rock and so it was like everybody had to like put their rock star pants on Mm -hmm. and raven and jessica wilde fucking tore it up yes because jessica wilde is a metal singer for a, a puerto rican heavy metal band I love that so much. <laughs> I love her so much more now. I know. I love Jessica Wilde. She's, oh, and she she's was. The shit. I always liked the nice girls. Yeah, um, she was. She was definitely the more congenial. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't part of like the mean girl group. But God, those fucking mean girls are fierce. Dude. Yeah, they are. And this season, really, there was only one mean girl that I. Tyra. Tyra was the mean girl, and, and Tatiana it. definitely had her like shit talking moments because mm-hmm. she's she's the girl that like you know like here's something and then goes and tells that person like so and so was yeah you know saying this about you or whatever yeah. that's who tatiana is and tyra sanchez is just like a bitch yeah. she's just straight up like i don't know and then it's so funny how innocent she tries to act yes, when in front of the judges in front of the t- judges well, like me. she wasn't just reading everybody to filth like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like and I loved Juju B too. Juju B was fun. I I really loved Juju B. Her her makeup was a little rough sometimes, mm-hmm. and and everything. But she was really funny, and I just felt like she had like this genuine like would be somebody that I would like and yeah. hang out with. Yeah. Raven as well. Raven was fucking fierce. Yeah. Let's be real. Her makeup skills are 
top notch. Yeah, Raven was one of my favorites. Yeah, sure. and she's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she's actually RuPaul's makeup artist now. Yeah, and has that's, what, won, that's what you were telling me. And I she's love that. she's won Emmys for her uh, makeup abilities. Good for her. So she she went places after RuPaul's Drag Race, even though she did not win this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Morgan McMichael's was had like some cool moments, and you can tell that she's a fierce performer. But she just had like this. Her and Sonique both had, like, this sour candy face. Like, they've just been, like, just kind of this, like, stuck up. I'm better than you. Morgan was a little bit different, but Sonique was going through a lot at that time. So I I understand why uh, Sonique was a little bit being a little bitter, Mm -hmm. Betty, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But later on, she, in All-Stars, her season of All-Stars is is epic I'm, so i'm gonna get through it all i i definitely you have me hooked yeah good yay i'm so glad <laughs> i was hoping that you would be i was really hoping yeah. that you would be well and I, I mean i love we we've mentioned it before but i i love the but I, I love the creative competition shows and um i mean these girls do it all they do they are performers singers actresses they comedians. make their own costumes they make their own costumes sometimes they make their own hair like these they have to be like the construction workers they have to be yeah. the makeup artists they have to be the actress the singer the dancer like you literally have to have it all it you is do. it is one of those it's like a miss america type contest for drag queens really and, and from what we learned yesterday um, about their filming schedule, they do it just back to back, back to, to back, back to back. Exactly, which is insane. Because got to be like we, boot camp. Exactly, we were under the impression that it took an entire week to, to film, film one ep- episode. To film one episode, right. but it's not. It's much less than that, and we'll definitely talk about that in our interview. But it, we were very surprised to find out yes, that they did how not. Quickly. Yeah, they did not have a whole lot of time to even do these things, and they are making some of these girls are making these extravagant costumes. I I sew. Yeah. I've made clothes before. It's taken me sometimes a month to make a little baby doll dress. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes I can turn it out and get something done in a day, but that's using glue and tape and fucking pins and shit like that. Yeah. They they (laughs) They are. They sew these entire beautiful garments. Like, it's very innovative. Very innovative. Yeah. The talent is just like, it just is awe-inspiring. I think that's another reason why I like the makeover episodes, too, is because these people come in and they see all, all the, the work. stuff. Because yeah. not only do they have to do all of that, they also have to train another person to do all of that. Exactly. On those episodes. They are, you know, in the makeover episodes, they are taking a... Usually, it's somebody who would be pretty difficult to put in drag. Yeah. You know, they pick groups of people, like men who... Straight men, old men. Mm-hmm. Older women, you know, uh, lesbians. Oh, shit. You know, they've done the the more butch lesbians. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, that they did uh, the makeover challenge last season. Or the most recent season was, was that. And that one was really good. Um, so, yeah, they do all the... And then they have to find something for them to wear that fits them perfectly that yep. and usually they have to make them part of like their drag family right, right? They, we want to see a familial re- uh yes resemblance. Exa- exactly we want to see you looking the same we want to see you acting the same mm-hmm. and then they have to do like a performance so not only do they have to make them look fucking dusted not busted <laughs> yeah. 
and make their fucking outfit fierce. They have to make sure they're on point with their with their whole performance. Their you know what I mean? Yes, and everything. Yeah. In season two, the one they did with, with the uh, gay ex military yes. dudes was so cute and sweet and heartfelt. And I thought that was season five. I thought season two they did the. Um, the older men, the older, the older gay men, but they weren't necessarily from the military. I think there was one that was in the military. Oh, maybe you're. Oh, they were from Bay. They were Bay Area gay men, older gay men that, that were had fought for. They were rights. part of the the very beginning of gay rights becoming a thing. Yeah, part of the very first gay pride parades, probably. Yep. And yes, that's right. And Sorry, people, I got those people confused. that were from Stonewall and, and yes, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. I the one dude who thought he killed Judy Garland. <laughs> Yeah. Well, later on, there is a snatch game that for the All Stars All Winners. Okay. And Jinx Monsoon does Judy Garland for her snatch game, yeah. and she tells him, "You didn't kill me," like <laughs> in a very Judy Garland way. <laughs> oh my god! Don't worry. She says, "Don't worry about it. You didn't kill me." <laughs> Just like it is so fucking good because he was dead serious. He's like, I think I killed Jimmy Garland. And back then, a way for gay men and probably women too um, to find out if there was another like gay person in their midst, they would ask, "Are you a friend of Dorothy?" Mm -hmm. Right? Like, or you know, are do you? And they call their best friends their good Judies because Judy Garland, Mm -hmm. yeah. Wizard of Oz, like, do you go over the rainbow? You know, like, mm-hmm. it's all, it's yeah, all there. it's all connected, and and I just love learning about the history of, you know, these movements and everything. Because I mean, people have been doing drag since the dawn of time. Yeah, yeah, like they have. Like in some countries, women weren't even allowed to perform. So men, especially in Asian countries, men would mm-hmm. dress like women all the time and perform these. Same in, in, with like Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So th- it's been it's been going on for so long. And the fact that people still have a problem with it is just absolutely insane Ridiculous. to me. Ridiculous. Uh, but back to season two. Um, I, my, another one of my favorite guests was Niecy Nash. And I just absolutely fucking love her. Well, so. she's just so fucking funny. But um, my favorite guests of that season were Debbie Reynolds and Cloris Leachman. Oh, my God. That was so good. So good. <laughs> two icons. Icons. Um, I mean, Debbie Reynolds, you know, mother of Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. And Cloris and Leachman. She, like, you have... They were America's sweethearts back in the day. They were. And if you've watched any shows recently with old women in it, you've probably seen them in there. Yeah. Or at least Cloris Leachman, because she's still... She she was a workhorse. Yeah, Yeah, she was. (laughs) But they... It it was just so... um, Yeah, just adorable. You know, we love... And their banter back and forth was so good. It was so, so so fucking good. Um, My favorite challenges for that season was the Rocker Chicks one and and Snatch Game. That was the first season of Snatch Game. That's when they started it. And it was... That was when Tatiana did uh, Britney Spears. And she killed it. She fucking killed it. She... And nobody expected her to either. And I think she was even a little bit shocked. I think so, too. That she managed Mm -hmm. to kill it. Well, everyone thought she was going to bomb. Yeah. So... They did. Mm -hmm. Um... 
But my favorite queens for that season were Jujubee, Jessica Wilde, and Raven. Yeah. Uh, Tatiana was one of my favorites. You liked Tatiana? Yeah. See, I liked her too, but she was so shady. I feel like she was the anti-shade until towards the end, and then she started getting really shady. Maybe, but. maybe, but she she definitely allowed. She definitely had been talking shit since the beginning, and she let queens talk shit to her too. Like you know, like yeah. she just, I just someone she she was standing up for someone. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, she did. She did yeah. do that a couple of times, but. You know, you can't go to the biggest drag stage in the world. I, I'm so surprised she got as far as she did. Yeah. I really am. Because she wore teenager clothing from Wet Seal <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking runway most of the time. You know what I mean? Oh my like, God. She was shopping at 579, but that whatever the... That was a fucking the... read if I've ever heard one. <laughs> And her fucking hair was always just like, so it just wasn't draggy enough for Mm -hmm, me, I guess, mm -hmm. because she looked like she wore tinted moisturizer and chapstick, too. (laughs) Like, she did not beat her mug, dude. She just looked like a fish. She was a fucking fish queen. Yeah, she was. She just is one of those ladies that can just put on a dress and a wig and look very feminine already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing she had going to her. She was cute and she was fun. And um, she definitely was like just kind of figuring out what her talents yeah, were yeah. at this time, you know. And she was one of the ones that I thought might become trans later on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she didn't. She she's staunchly a drag queen and loves to, uh, you know, just be a man and do drag as her job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, she was she was good. I liked Tatiana, but as far as her being my uh, favorite. I liked Jessica Wilde better. Oh, I, I 100% loved Jessica Yeah, and Jujubee. Yeah, she was just so, so nice. Everybody loved Jessica. Yeah, she was. And she would help every queen. And yep. she just, and she looked fierce. Yeah. Um, the top three for that season were Jujubee, Raven, and Tyra. And I think that we can all agree that we were not excited. That Tyra won. About Tyra's winning because, yeah. I mean... She was shady. She was very shady. And, you know, but she was fucking fierce. Yeah. That she, was oh, 100%. Her runways were always top notch. I don't know. She always managed to pull it out. I, I think I think the thing that I didn't like about Tyra, too, was that she she just did Beyonce over and over again. Well, she that was her idol. And she just wanted to be Beyonce. And it just felt too one note for me. For you know? sure, I feel I feel the same way. But I think for you and I, we definitely like a little bit of patina on our drag queens. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? We like a little bit of uh, maybe a little. Show me something real. Like you, she felt like a robot, yes. like a Stepford wife drag queen sometimes until she was in the work workroom, and then she's throwing all that shade. Yeah, yeah. But on the runway, she just had this very fake like. I don't even know what it was. Or when they were doing any time they were doing their things and she would have a bad attitude and she'd be like not dancing, but just watching people dance and watching people do everything in the, yeah. you know, the guest. Or, or like when, she, cause she was the one that was like taking a nap that first, very first episode. And Rue was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. She would get done with her stuff really fast and like not try to perfect it, but still always ended up pulling it out somehow. Yeah. And, you know that even when she wasn't doing the choreography for one of their challenges and was just like watching i was mm-hmm. like oh she is going to be a fucking mess on the day mm-hmm. but she wasn't she managed somehow mm-hmm. 
And honestly, I don't think RuPaul would let those girls go on stage looking too busted too busted because she just that would not be good for her brand or her show yeah so well and and according to our interviewee you know the the main focus regardless of anything else was putting out a good project exactly so i i think you're right yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean you know there were times definitely where i think like oh you 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 lost control like somewhere somebody lost control somewhere well you have to have a little and they're bit of human fucking beings so sometimes you're gonna mess up on the well, stage well not know? only that but you know it's good entertainment value when people fuck up that's so. true that's true it's just, i think it's finding that like that balance yeah that, you know but it's just things that you wouldn't think that she would excel at that she ended up like yeah. all, either being in the top or almost winning and she didn't actually win a whole lot of challenges yeah. main challenges unless it was a design challenge like the wedding dress challenge mm-hmm. where she just mm-hmm. like you know her drag mama taught her right <laughs> because she just like as soon as she would get on stage she would turn off that little tyra attitude and she would turn on her like star quality yeah. you know yeah. what i mean and it was very like I think that I think that Rue had a soft spot for her too because she was homeless and you know she was like she got to be able to see her son or like move her son in with her with, yeah. right after mm-hmm. that so yeah. um I think that kind of played into it as well. And you don't see a lot of drag queens on the show especially on the show that have children. actually biological children. Yeah. It's just it's a very rare I think rare there was kind two of thing. that season. Um, Nicole Page Brooks from one of the seasons, yeah. I believe, had a, also had a biological child or a, a surrogate child with their husband. Mm, mm. Um, but there has been, there has been, and then there's even been queens that like have uh, adopted their nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and and raised them or their siblings, like Jinx Monsoon. Yeah you know basically took care of her younger brother Mm -hmm. so there was definitely been some situations like that like a lot of these drag queens are gonna have a hard time have a hard life because Mm -hmm. not only are they gay they like to dress in women's clothing yeah and so people automatically jump to the transgender thing not even that it's just they're just looked down upon by a lot of people and which nobody's more looked down upon now in the in the gay the lgbtq plus community than trans people yeah it's become like a, the thing you love to thing. hate yeah exactly and so you know i think that that's why where drag queens used to be just viewed as like entertainment and mm-hmm. funny and things like that now they're getting upset because the trans community is coming out and being mm-hmm. like, okay, it's safe for me to finally be and, who I want to be. And we just want to use the fucking goddamn bathroom, you know? Well, like, yeah, exactly. That's, and that part of it is just, that's just, I think that's one part of we this. We could sh- get, we could get into that for hours. Yeah. But I think that's one part of this show that I, I really love too, is like I said, just the community that these people build and they support each other and they lift each other up and yeah you know they take care of their own it, all it, while being hilarious and sh- a little bit shady and yeah, yeah it's, it's got it all wonderful it's got it all it's wonderful pandora oh. box was miss congeniality that year that season and i think that was well deserved but i i kind of feel like jessica wilde should have got it over pandora i agree I agree. Pandora was hilarious, but she was just a little too timid. Um, best looks for that season for me was Morgan's curtain couture. <laughs> yeah. When she came out after they had to make their outfits out of the curtains, like that was the only time that I was gagging over Morgan because she's, 
usually not um, my cup of tea, but Raven's Country Realness <clears throat> and her wedding dress were the other two favorite runways for yeah. that season. All right, season three. Okay, so the queens um, in season three, we had Delta Work. Work. Carmen Carrera, oh. which I've seen, some, I've seen some recent pictures of Carmen Carrera, and she's dropped dead She gorgeous. is a gag. She's so hot. Yeah. Like. Um, we had Phoenix, uh, Manila Luzon, Stacey Lane Matthews. From Ven- Back Swap, Mississippi. <laughs> Venus Delight, Yara Sophia, Maria Balenciaga. Mariah. Mariah. Sorry. I, I forgot the age. Uh, Alexis Mateo. Farrah. India Farah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mimi, I'm first, who is a whole Gross. fucking thing. Raja and Shangela. Shangela. Hallelujah. <laughs> Where season one had Cameroon. <laughs> yeah, Cameroon. Season two. There's one in every three. season. Yeah, exactly. Um, Delta work was fierce. Yes, she was a big girl. Yeah, and um, I loved it when LaToya was guest judging that season, and she's like, she looks like Delta Burke. (laughs) Ha, 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 her little giggle. (laughs) Hashtag, that's the joke. Hashtag, (laughs) yup. And for what we know about LaToya, that just makes it even even better. better. Yeah, like we said, Carmen Carrera, fucking fierce bitch, dude. She was the naked queen that season. She was the body yaddy yaddy queen. Yeah. And then we had Phoenix, who was not memorable. Yeah, I don't remember Phoenix. The only thing I know Phoenix and India uh, Farah for were they both came in. Well, I know India Farah for the lip sync with Mimi. I'm first, too. But they both came in wearing, like, the same outfit, Venus and Yes. The same wig and they had like this spiky pleather outfit on and they're everybody was like you know, knowing what we know now, you know that that was that was supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um Manila Luzon, absolutely love. She needs to wear yellow and black every day of her life because she's just Mm -hmm. she just looks she looks so good in yellow and um she was I, I just love Manila. She's one of my favorites. Um, Stacey Lane Matthews, also I loved. Yeah, she was she was the really timid uh, big girl from like rural. She was from Back Swamp, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she was, and I just loved her. I thought she, you know, she definitely um, had the talent inside of her, but it was one of those situations where Rue Rue couldn't pull it out of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just wasn't giving. Uh, Venus Delight, we already talked about, right? I don't remember. Yeah. Yada Sophia, <laughs> love. Yeah. And she's a hot dude as well, out yes. of drag. Yeah. Tattoos, just this really cute boy. Yeah. And um, later on, you see her with a beard, like a little bit of scruff and a beard. Mm-hmm. and oh, mm-hmm. Yummy. Just a really, really good looking dude. Mariah Balenciaga was a... Because there's different genres, I guess, of queens. Right. You've got your look queens. You've got your uh, pageant queens. Pageant queens, fashion queens, comedy queens, campy queens. But you also have ballroom queens, which is a little bit of a lesser known thing. But they, they have like ballroom... Like, it's just like... They just dance and they vogue right. a lot of the time. Like they'll have a stage and there's a right. lot of like fun like voguing. pose style. Yeah, it's really really cool. And Mariah's really big in the ballroom scene. Okay, so that was kind of her thing. 
Uh, India Farah, we know she was the one with the worst outfit of the whole. <laughs> like, bleh, I was bleh, gagging in a bad way. <laughs> when she came out with her big fake titties, which, you know, this is when uh, those titties started becoming popular on drag mm-hmm, queens mm-hmm. when they would start wearing that's when it started kind of and she came out with the with the x's the tape x's over it and she just and she had that long like horse's tail yeah wig on but when her and mimi i'm first lip sync for their life and mimi picks her up yeah. and it's just like and that is where drag is not a contact sport saying came, came from. from was that specific uh situation that happened yeah that was that was one of the more scandalous moments on on that season if i recall exactly this is also the first season that we get the new judge michelle visage love her <laughs> yes she i just she's just a, a character man i just love her to death and and yeah she's like a natural woman but who does drag yeah you know her makeup is always fierce her fucking clothes are always fierce she's got these big old titties and she flaunts and she flaunts the fuck out of them because she kind of like is a thicker girl yeah she is earlier seasons gorgeous she's gorgeous absolutely like that that's the kind of thick i want to be again yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) i want to get i want to get to that that level of thickness again like uh, that's where i i really liked myself too was in that kind of but um yes i love michelle visage she brought just a whole new like attitude and element to she the did. show she did and her and santino's like rivalry which we talked a little bit about earlier was you know you don't really see it so much in these earlier seasons but as it goes on it, it gets... just starts getting worse and worse and you can just tell that they hate each other which only makes it better TV. I had so many favorite guest judges for this season. Um, so I had a lot of favorite guest judges for this season because season three was just like, it just like seasons three, four, five, my favorite earlier seasons. Right, right. But they just progressively started getting better they until did. season seven. <laughs> and then after at season seven, things were a little bit weird that season. But then it, it started to pick up again. And these later seasons I've been watching, like seasons... Like eleven through fifteen have mm-hmm. been have been epic. Good, so good. it gets better. But my favorite guest judges for the season was Aisha Tyler. Yes, she just just she just seemed like genuinely excited to be there. I, I love it when the judges get excited to be yeah. there when they're fangirling themselves. When they're fangirling. like, I can't believe I'm in the room. Like whenever uh, Ariana Grande guest judges, she's always like, I can't believe I'm here with yeah. RuPaul. You oh, know I what can't I mean? Wait to see that. Um, no, I. I love it, too, because you can tell some of them, like, prepare, like, the one-liners for the runway and stuff. Well, they, I don't know if you know this, but when they do the runway, the queens come out twice. So they come out once, and then they sit there and talk about what they're going to say, and then they come out again. So they can get the soundbite. So they can get the soundbite. I I knew something had to happen like that. it's very, RuPaul is a fucking perfectionist, bitch. She is, like structured like almost nothing is on accident Mm -hmm. almost nothing but eliza dushku was also a guest judge that season and she was great latoya jackson is always a gag she's always so much fun yeah Uh, i loved johnny wire where oh yes johnny weir yeah he's the professional ice Ice skater skater. yes and he's just so flamboyant yes exactly lily tomlin 
guest love. judge, and she is one of my favorite actresses on the yeah. planet. We just got done talking about her on the Cinemaniacs pod- podcast when we recorded for I Heart Huckabee. Really? So yeah, we, there's a lot of Lily Tomlin love on that episode. There is so, so I have so much love for her. Incredible Shrinking Woman is one of my favorite movies from my childhood. I've never heard of that. Oh, see, this is this is we're gonna have an episode where I have inundated Justine with 80s movies that she either wasn't allowed to watch or just didn't end up seeing. Yeah. Because her parents were not cinephiles like my parents were. They were super protective of us too. Um, Super strict. Yeah. When it came to that kind of stuff. Right. And and in fact, uh, I believe that when Sarah and I first became friends, I, I, and I told you about this, you told me that you were going to get me an 80s movie for Christmas every, every single year. year. Uh, I kind of fell off on that, but I did do it a couple of times, I think. Yes, <laughs> I you definitely did. know I got you St. Almost Fire yep. one time. Yep. <laughs> and so I think we need to revive that. And we need uh, we did watch The Color Purple. We did. And so that was good. But I think that now it's time to start introducing some of these, yeah. um, you know, because there are definitely movies that, and especially if you're watching Drag Race and you're watching Drag Queens, a lot they are of pulling, reference. They are pulling yeah. from a lot of things that might be a little obscure to some people or before their time, but they right. are a need to know basis for every drag queen that is competing on the show because yeah. Rue's going to quiz you. She is going to she's going to stand at the table when you're showing her your snatch game and being like, "How the fuck are you going to make this bitch funny?" Yeah. And you're going to be like, "Uh." Yeah, if you don't know who you're who you're playing on Snatch Game, it's not a no, good way to not, start. It is not going to be a good way to start. Speaking <laughs> of Snatch Game, favorite challenges that season? Did you have any? Um, I or guest judges? Tell me your favorite guest judges. My guest judges from season. Well, I told you uh, Johnny Ware and oh, yeah. uh, Sharon Osbourne also was yes. wonderful. Yes, yes, uh, and Kelly. And Kelly, yeah, Kelly. When she came, that was a good one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about challenges? Did you have any favorite challenges for this season? Uh, not that I recall. I've, I've gone th- through these so fast, dude. Yeah. Um, well, Totally Leotarded was one of my favorite ones. And that was like the exercise yeah. video. <laughs> Yada Sophia. Would, and uh, let's not forget Alexis Mateo. Mm-hmm. Because Alexis Mateo is in the top three of this season. And she is fucking fierce. Mm-hmm. She's a pageant queen, but she... She turns it out, and her little exercise video was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Um, Snatch Game, obviously, was really, Who won that that year? Stacey Lean Matthews. She did Monique. (laughs) Precious. Oh, my fucking God, yes. Yeah, she was so good. She was really, really good. Um, The Ruhaha, which was the roast, the roast of Rue. And, the roast was wonderful. And oh maybe that wasn't the roast. That was season four, I think. Actually. Yeah. It was Rue Haha and it was like a comedy show and the 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 Queens had to do stand up. Oh yeah. 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 And Shangela won that one, which, you know, for all of her faults, she was funny. And she had her her little signature Shangela things that she said and things that she did. So I mean a catchphrase is always good, but I again with Shangela, I Especially when they brought her back, I was like, what? And just, and she's in an all-star season too. Uh And even in the all-star season that she's in, and even though she's like gotten better, she still will, she'll find a queen who knows how to sew. That'll help her. That'll help her. And she will 
glom mm-hmm. onto them. And like, and, and in one, in her all-star season, she was like, I'm Cersei Lannister. And so she was like playing like a game mm-hmm. in it within a game and was kind of being shady yeah. and a little bit. And so I just have never been a huge fan of Shangela, yeah. but I do like We Are Here. Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, they have a special on MTV, mm-hmm. or not on MTV, sorry, on HBO called We Are Here. Okay. And they go to different uh, parts of the country mm-hmm. and, and talk about it. Um, but yeah, so those are my favorites. Favorite one, Runway, like Raja, 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 Raja. Yes. The space, gold space suit. When she came out with like the Rococo look. The, the Marie Antoinette. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yes. Yes she was always that was fierce yes oh my god i cannot say enough about raja like she was so and i just loved her vibe you know raja gemini like she's just Mm -hmm. an eccentric gemini like (laughs) she and she even becomes even more weird as the years progress like Mm -hmm. she comes back for all stars all all winners and is just you know she's like just this kind of smokes just un- weed and drinks unbothered, yeah like. she drinks cavern uh, she drinks uh sauvignon blanc mm-hmm. and she calls it sauv blanc and she smokes weed and she does art in her caftans and like with, <laughs> and her hair is like gray now and it's long and beautiful and she's just like that's kind of like what she does and when she's walking around the workroom she's just wearing like a caftan and you can tell that she's used to having her uh, glass of sauv blanc you know <laughs> It's just the whole package. Her whole package yeah. is great. Yep. And she was on the runway fierce, and she ended up winning that year, mm-hmm. that season. And I think we can both agree that she deserved that she win. deserved that 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, top three, we had Alexis Mateo, Manila Luzon, and Raja. Yeah. And Alexis Mateo was like the just sweetheart, and I feel like Manila Luzon was a little more artsy, a little bit more... She was campy too, but mm-hmm. she was she was kind of the comedy queen in the top three. Yeah, and then Raja, who was the look queen. Yeah, so and she, she deserved looked. that. And Yara Sofia was the Miss Congeniality this year, and I believe I I think that they chose her as Miss Congeniality because she was always helping them queens. Yeah, especially with sewing projects. Mm-hmm. Like anytime anybody needed help, she was always like right there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that was well deserved, and yeah. she was fierce. They've too. been pretty spot on with their. Um, with their miscongeniality choices, for yeah. sure. Now yeah. we're going to go into season four, which I believe Yay. four and five are definitely... My favorites so far. One and two in order. Like, I would say for me, it would be uh, five, four, three, two, one, in that order for the first five seasons. Um, and yes, this season was great. There were so many good queens. Yes, there were. Elisa Summers, she was definitely the least memorable one. She was the one that went home first. I put these in order by how they how went. How they were. Yeah. Yeah. LaShawn Beyond was my least favorite queen of the season. And she went home in the second. And she was just, like, so boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Memorable. And, yeah. yeah. And Rue and Michelle were like, bitch, get. Bring it. Yes. And she just, like, didn't. The princess, she was like, nah. Yeah. yeah. She was... She was cute, but uh, and her style was okay, but she wasn't anything to. Yeah, write you, I home. mean, being a drag queen, you still got to stand out. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Like, and you're you're in a group of gra- drag queens. And you're in a group of the best drag queens in the world right now. Yeah. Like um, Madame Laqueer, she was fun. I really, really liked her in the wrestling 
the yes. WTF. Yes. And the acting challenge, because she's Puerto Rican and she has a pretty thick Puerto mm-hmm. Rican accent. Mm-hmm. But when she tries to do a British accent and oh they're acting challenge, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and Milan, she was the dancing queen and she also had like a theater mm-hmm. under her belt and her acting, she kept like looking off into the yep. distance and the, they were like, why are you doing <laughs> Stop doing oh my god that. and she always had like one eyelash that was always kind of fucked up so like one of her <laughs> eyes always looked like it was kind of like weighed down uh, jiggly caliente i did she, not like jiggly you didn't like jiggly no i love jiggly she's i love her i don't know i i think after hearing her backstory too i loved her even more because you know she was shunned by her dad and her uncles you know mm-hmm. and she comes from an asian family yeah. and they were all very mean to her and especially after like her mom passed away like she just doesn't yeah. have any contact with her family anymore now that her mom is gone so i think that kind of hit close to my heart and yeah. so i was just like Ugh. i get that i felt kind of bad for her but her style was definitely oh not man the she was a fucking <laughs> she was busted yeah um willem Scandalous, scandalous, scandalous Willem. Willem. Yeah. I loved Willem. Uh, she was. She fucking chirped, man. She was a <laughs> chirper. In some ways, like, and the more I watch, the more I start to like Willem. And plus, like I said, I listen to Race Chasers, which is Alaska mm-hmm. and Willem's podcast. So I get a different side of Willem through that avenue too. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of changed my opinion a little bit about her. And she was definitely the uh, name drop queen. Oh, 100%. <laughs> She's all, I don't, I don't participate on- in pageants. I don't uh, perform in bars. I've been on Sex and the City, and I've been on CSI, CSI and NCIS, and Law and & Order, and na, 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 you know, yeah. all the ones where drag queens would probably get hate. Yeah, be but you know you, you watch it now and you're like, you know it's Willem and you're like you deserve it, <laughs> <laughs> not for being a drag queen, just for being a dick, just for being a dick. Yeah, and I mean you know the first one to be kicked off of the show. Yeah, he was the gag of this of that season for sure. Yeah, and and I mean that whole last episode where um, Willem gets eliminated is just primetime tv you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? it is. Like, he's puking off stage puking off the side of the stage <laughs> oh it's so good uh then we had dita ritz who you know she was she actually lasted a lot longer than i thought she would yeah, me too i wasn't like super stoked about dita ritz's style she was very uh like she shops at the mall you know like a lot of her clothes look like she just bought them in the women's section of the mall they weren't like drag enough i guess but she was cute um little kenya michaels i despise that little bitch you do (laughs) (laughs) why i didn't like her attitude and kenya yes Oh, I thought uh, I didn't think her attitude was bad. I just think that she had a really bad language barrier because her English was worse than any other yeah. Puerto Rican queen that's been on the show. That's true. That's true. But I, I don't know. I just I, I, she was the one she, I the whole to hate. time she would just looked like she didn't even know what was going on. She just had this like <laughs> smile plastered on her face. The whole what? Time. what? Or and when she would pose and model, and she'd always do that. Yeah, thing with her lips. You she know? always did this pose too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 
so she was cute though well she's probably the fishiest one i'd seen oh, up to that point absolutely absolutely and then um stomping down their runway at 300 pounds it's latrice oh my god i love that bitch <laughs> she is the best she had the best backstory she did have she a crazy backstory. Had a heart of fucking cold. Yes, but she still would fucking call a bitch out, dude. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus is a biscuit. <laughs> I let him stop me up. <laughs> what, what, what does it mean to stop up? Do you know what it means to stop up? <laughs> oh, bitch, I'm from the south. I know what it means to stop up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, the banter yes. is one of the best parts of the whole show. The whole show, yes. Um, and and Latrice was great. She she was the mother mm-hmm. of yeah. that of that season. She definitely was like I remember her lecturing them after the snatch game, and everybody looked like they were getting scolded scolded by their mama. And yeah, I mean, she they was all, like every single person, even the attitude queen Fifi O'Hara was like tearing up a little bit because Latrice Royale. The nicest person ever was putting them in their place. Yeah. She was like, you bitches need to stop fucking around. This is serious. Yes. The buffoonery. (laughs) Yeah. Needs to fucking stop. Yeah. The snatch game was an absolute disaster that season. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, And she was she was one of my favorites. Um, I ultimately. Well, have you gone through all the cast yet? Uh, we just have three more the, okay. the top three so the top three this season were fifi o'hara who was the uh-huh. definite shadiest queen of the season that yeah that season um her and sharon needles epic little fight about pat being a showgirl and a, a go back to party city where, <laughs> now that's just become like a drag thing where they're just like go back to party city with that wig you know what i mean it's (laughs) like become part of like drag culture now which Mm -hmm. i think is another really great thing about this show well and it's funny how much of this stuff because i've i've heard you say a lot of these things over the years and not know where it came from but exactly a lot of it has made it into mainstream slang yeah you know what i mean absolutely so it's interesting to see where it all came from it really is yeah yeah um and then chad right chad was um, yeah, well, Fifi O'Hare, then Chad Michaels, who right. is a professional Cher impersonator yes. in Vegas, and nobody does Cher like Chad Michaels. No. Were you gagging when he was like, Cher doesn't do this, and then when RuPaul Ru came, into the- <laughs> came into the workroom and did it, so good, I was like, oh shit, Chad, oh shit, Chad's gonna- just like, oh fuck. <laughs> she was got- and I think by this season, because it was like, I think... The first season was at twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Season two was like fifty thousand dollars. Season three was like seventy five. This was the first season where it was a hundred thousand dollar yeah. prize. Mm-hmm. So Chad's probably just like, I'm not saying shit to the person who's giving me a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Um, and she was the first queen that had like noticeable work on her face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. She had lips. She had cheeks. She had. She definitely. And her husband boyfriend was is a designer and is like a famous. Yeah. dude mm-hmm. and chad is a famous queen already in yeah. his own right from you know doing share for so many years right because he, he was older than all of the other queens. yeah he's like in his he was like 40 yeah just turned 40 um and and fierce like always like very very regal. polished yeah. yes yep and then Sharon Needles, who's very not polished, but was so fucking punk rock. Sharon Needles. And the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
I I would kill people for sharing <laughs> Like I would stand in front of a bus for you. I would, I would, and I know she would appreciate it too. She would. She would be like, that is punk as fuck. I, I love it. loved her one liners. Yeah. She 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 read so well. She did. Oh she God. did read so well. Well, she's just smart, <clears throat> yeah. right? She's a very like. I think uh, that's what I liked about it was that it was very cle- intelligent clever. and witty. Yeah. Yes, she had that quick, razor sharp wit most of the time. You know, she definitely had some moments of feeling like she wasn't good enough because mm-hmm. she was different. She was a spooky queen. Yeah. Like they called her the spooky queen. She was more goth than the other girl. We love a goth. Though. And we, we do. We love a goth. We do. And you know, I remember uh one of the queens like hitting on her a little bit and is like, "You're just the guy I go for. I love that meth look." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, Sharon Needles has a famous, you know, is is a famous boyfriend, I guess. Right. <laughs> Him and Alaska were uh, the an, it couple. For, the it couple for in drag, uh, in the drag history. Yeah. For a while, so you know, of course. But Sharon Needles had the best runway looks most of the time. Oh, the Elvis, hands down. Yes. The fucking Elvis look with the gold pompadour. Yes. Stop. I was, was like the gold lips. I, I was flooding my basement, bitch. I was like, stop it. <laughs> I can't even yeah. handle this. It she was so she good. 100% earned that crown. And the and even her first runway, the Rupocalypse one. Yes, where she fucking bled out of her mouth. Yeah, she had like the... Iconic. I was just like, bitch, your pussy is on fire right yes. now. It was so good. Um, so, and Chad Michaels won, of course, in the Snatch Game that year as Cher. Mm-hmm. Which was one of my favorite uh, episodes, even though the other bitches were being so weird. It was just, it was just like crazy to watch them all be like so awful. Yeah, and they they were just like they were just camera hungry. It yeah, like. they were. That's what they it, were it just was... trying to outdo each other. <coughs> um, and then the frenemies one where they did where they paired up the queens and they had to perform the "I Do It So Much Better Than You" song. Yeah. Yeah, that one was fun. And Latrice and Willem won that one. And I thought they did such a good job. And of course, Latrice is just a seasoned queen who's, you know, can do almost anything you throw mm-hmm. at her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Willem's an actor. Yeah. So it, it ended up working out really well. Did yeah. you have a favorite challenge or anything for that oh, season? God, I don't remember anything specific from that season. Like I said, I've I didn't take notes, of course, because I'm me. <laughs> well, it was it was it, a really good, a good season. season. There wasn't a lot of challenges that weren't fun to watch. Yeah, obviously, our favorite mini challenge is always going to be the reading is fundamental challenge. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's a challenge where the queens read each other, put reading glasses on, and just read each other to fucking filth. Yes, and they do. And you know. It's not in a usually unless they're really bad at reading. It's not in a cutting way, right? You know, everyone everyone takes it as what it just is. What it is exactly. Yeah. Um, so the top three for that season was Fifi, Chad, and Sharon. And um, I think we can both agree as well on this one that Sharon was the obvious yep. winner for that season. Obviously, from from the first episode, I think. Yeah, I was like Sharon all the way. She's got to be the winner this season, yep. right? Yep. She was very, uh, very, very heroin chic, like London Alley. Yes, very much punk as fuck. Yeah. 
like just old school kind of punk vibe fried blonde hair yeah. and yeah. <laughs> I mean that's showing that, that's both our you know our the way we grew up yeah very much so yeah exactly of course we're gonna relate with the with the punk queen yeah of course um and then Latrice Royale obviously was Miss Congeniality that season. Yeah. If, if Sharon hadn't won, it would have been Latrice for me. Yeah, I think so too. I think Chad was just, you know, it, it's one of those things too when you have a really um, well known queen already on the show. Yeah, you're there's, like, there's you're not already much, pretty successful. Yeah, and there's not much room to grow. You know, you want to see yeah. a queen that makes improvement exactly. and takes takes the critiques. You want to see the punk rock queen turn out a fucking glam look like she's been doing it her whole yep, career. And she did. Dude. And you oh, want to see did. a punk queen come out there and be able to do hip hop choreography knock need and awkward, but still fucking pull it out. Mm-hmm. That is what a qu- good queen is. Yes. Yep. And then. Of course, season five, it just gets better. Right. Well, let's talk about our guest judges for season four, though. Oh, God, we missed that one. Yes, we did. Um, there were some good ones. There was some very good ones this season. Uh, one of my favorites was Loretta Devine. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, love Loretta. I th- she's just so cute and adorable. I love her voice, too. I don't yeah. know. It's like I could listen to her fucking narrate paint dry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking fierce. Yeah, uh, Pamela Anderson. Pam Anderson is on my list too. She's she was so cute. So cute. Yeah. Um, and so funny. Hilarious. I did not know she was that funny. Yeah. Well, you know, she doesn't get to show that side of her a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody takes a hot bitch seriously. Yeah, for sure. And well, they do a little bit more now, but they didn't use to. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross Matthews was also a guest yes. judge. That was his first time guest judging. Ross and Matthews. now. Okay, so Ross Matthews is... Uh, oh, was he like the intern for... He's kind of chubby. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um, he he's pretty well known in TV. Um, he does like red carpets. He and, does red carpets and yeah. stuff like that. He's funny. Yes, super and funny. He is a part of the judges panel now on is RuPaul's he? Drag Race. Okay. Yeah, with Carson Kressley, who we know from... Um, we know him from Queer Eyes, so he's, he's a main stage judge now too so is t.s madison but um yes elvira Mm. was also a guest judge that season and and i mean that bitch has been doing it forever she is like how her skin too like what is she doing that's what i was just going to say like is this bitch eating babies because her skin is flawless yeah and even when she's out of her Elvira wig and she's a natural redhead. And so even with like mm-hmm. out all of her drag on, mm-hmm. so to speak, she still looks fucking hot. Well, like, she was she's, the OG spooky drag she queen. She is. She is. I mean, she's she's a natural woman, but, yeah. you know, we're all born naked and the rest is drag, right? Yep. Um, can I get an amen up in here? So, yeah. So season four was great. Things are starting to move nicely nicely like the shows uh, you know into their groove getting into this really nice groove yeah they've got i think the the episodes that they do like one of every season those are obviously their standout episodes and they just really like hit the mark yeah going you know they had the snatch game they had the reading just keeps getting better right Mm -hmm. and then season five is no exception because there were so many fierce queens in season five yes let's hear them let's hear them detox Yes. She is she has more plastic surgery than the, Chad Michaels. 
than anybody, <laughs> yeah. probably. My God. Shoulders, pecs, butt, she lips, She said everything, cheeks. everything except but for her, her nose, nose and her big toe. Her nose and her big toe, and her nose is really, like, interesting looking, yes, right? Like, is. she has, like, a larger nose. I'm glad she kept it, to be honest I, with you. And I think that she wanted to, because yeah. she likes the way it makes her look, and I like the way it makes her yeah, look, because yeah. she's, she is fierce as well, you mm-hmm. know? Um, detox had detox always turned it out on the runway yeah too and she had this fun little thing that she does with her mouth when she lip uh, lip syncs which was really cute but um, then we have Roxy Andrews who is the peanut butter queen yes like she just Roxy embraced her body that was what I loved about her she wasn't super super big girl but she was thick yeah she was thick and juicy and she was so fucking confident in her body like 100% and I just loved she was kind of shady I didn't like the way she treated Jinx yeah um that that part she, really bothered me. She, she did was like she, a sorority girl. Well, and you know, Jinx even called her out and was like, you know, I know that she's just attacking me because she performed poorly, mm-hmm. and that's her way of fucking. That's her defense mechanism. Right. And and it, I mean, it was good that Jinx recognized that, but still, she was mean. Yeah, dude. she was she really was mean to her. Jinx. So I am glad that she apologized. I am she too. apologized to her a few times, profusely. Yes. Yeah, and she continued to apologize to Jinx. Even like it's a sign of a good person. It really is, you know, and just like growth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it really is. Um, Jade Jolie, I kind of loved. I'm not gonna lie. Jade Jolie. Jade Jolie. She had the voice like this. Oh yeah, really really cute. She was really bubbly, but she has a very sordid past. So Jade Jolie is now a woman, Mm -hmm. and apparently Jade Jolie did some pretty weird like pornographic stuff in the past which i just learned about recently like she played she was in a porn where she played like hitler or something like that and it was really poor taste and so jade jolie ended up getting a lot of hate Mm -hmm. online and you know she she was a prostitute i guess and you know she you wouldn't know it by listening to her talk and looking at at her because she's just so bubbly and sweet and bright like lisa frank fucking trapper Mm -hmm. keeper from the 80s and 90s (laughs) like that's what you think of when you look at jade jolie Mm -hmm. so you wouldn't even have thought any of this about her past but she's definitely tried to redeem herself and apologize profusely for for you know the things the things but yeah. you know when you put yourself on a stage like this and you done something shady it's gonna come it's out. gonna come up yeah. like and then we had serena cha-cha who i could not stand that bitch i don't even remember her to be honest with you she was uh, <gasps> she was one of the first let go i do remember yeah. yes she was really young she just got out of art school yeah and, and she was like drag is like a concept <laughs> Only she didn't have the vocal fry. No, I do remember her. Okay. Yeah. And she had like, she wore the big neck piece and like, she's like, I'm, I'm creating a silhouette. She was the, the Pinocchio, the Pinocchio outfit. Yeah. It was fucking awful. Her head is like huge and her body's like tiny. And it just like the proportions were just completely off. And they were like, bitch, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm free to go. And then there was Alyssa Edwards. And I know that... I just love Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, she's so funny to me. Like her constantly looking in the mirror, like making her same face that she always makes, and like doing her Alyssa isms. Like she just like love it. (laughs) I love Alyssa Edwards, 
And her and Coco Montrese's little beef beef oh. was the gag of that season. It totally was. <laughs> look how orange you fucking look, girl. Who's who's side of that beef do you fall on? Alyssa. One hundred percent. Yes, come on, bitch. We were on a break. Like it's that season it's got that type of a feeling like well, the Ross and Rachel we were on a break thing where it's just like someone's very clearly I'm like, pissed at you because you couldn't fulfill your duties so then I had to do it even though I was competing against you yeah. and would have had said duties if I had won like I'm mad at you about that yeah, now like, that, bitch, it doesn't please. make any sense exactly well, Alyssa's the one that lost the title not you bitch exactly <laughs> you took the title over you're the one with the fucking crown yeah, now so why are be, you mad <laughs> you should be elated fuck you Alyssa <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. I laughed, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, Alyssa. Oh my bitch, this was scripted. <laughs> that whole scene, and Alyssa's just like, uh, oh shit, this is gonna be weird. And when Coco walks in, and Alyssa's like, yeah, the fucking oh. mic drops, dude. Yeah, oh my oh god. My god. Uh, so I loved Alyssa. She was so funny and fun, and mm-hmm. she's a dancing queen. She she actually had another TV show, another dance type TV mm-hmm. show because she had owns a dance studio where yeah she's she from. was she was talented dancer yeah. Um, then we have Jinx Monsoon, the Seattle queen, the narcoleptic oh Seattle my. queen. <laughs> Seattle's premier narcoleptic yeah. queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, she she had the best sense of humor, I've got to say. She really did. She had the best acting chops, too. Mm-hmm. And her style was a little bit, like, less polished than the other girls. She was a vintage queen, you know. I, I just didn't like her taste. I, yeah. Yeah. You know. It was a little tacky, yeah, you know what that, I mean? When they're like, we want you to be a 16-year-old girl, and she comes out wearing like this lace. 1970s, like, uh, you know what I mean? She's all, I am 16, it's just in 1977, or whatever she says, you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, you could tell that Michelle was not gagging. Yeah, not She at all. was like, um... No. But no, Rue honey. saw something in her, and she was not wrong, because... Jinx Monsoon is one of the most successful. She's almost as successful as RuPaul herself. Mm-hmm. So I think that RuPaul just has a knack for being able to see, to see something in these people. talents yeah. and these girls mm-hmm. and just knows that they're going to be fucking fierce one day. Yeah. The only queen that's one that I have not heard about since then is the queens from season one and season two. BB Zahara Benet comes back. Because it had been so long, so she comes comes back for mm-hmm. an All Stars, but I don't hear shit about Tyra anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, she's probably burned all of her bridges being such a bitch. She might have, I don't know, but she just like she was one of the winners that you just didn't hear about yeah. ever after that. Mm-hmm. And Jinx is all over the place. Ben de la Creme from season six, who when you get there you'll know who I'm talking about, and Jinx Monsoon have a very very successful Christmas drag show that they do all over the country and it's just it's epic cool 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 um then we had penetration she was the first queen to leave and she was the queen that was voted on by to be on the show by the fans by the fans Yeah. yeah so and she just like they didn't like her makeup. She contoured too black, and too, I didn't like her makeup either. Yeah, she looked like shit. Yeah. She and her walk, her runway walk, and her the hemline of her dress, yeah, and just it everything. Was just she a was just mess. a mess. Yeah. Um, Vivian Panay, who 
is was a real fishy queen she's not really all that memorable yeah. she kind of had when she the most memorable thing about vivian panay was her entrance look she had a betty page type mm, okay look she looked very pinup-y she was wearing a cute pencil skirt and she you know had her hair done mm-hmm. all cute and everything that was that's about the only thing memorable about her and then we had alaska hi hi <laughs> alaska <laughs> Is the shit. Yeah. Um, Alaska was my choice for winner of this season. Yeah. Um, Mainly, I think, because... She wanted it so bad. She wanted it so bad. And you wanted to want it. And you wanted her to get it because she wanted it so bad. Yes. And and also, she she was never in the bottom two that season. That's true. She wasn't. And she was sort of living in a big shadow because Sharon Needles and Alaska were like we had talked about a little bit before were mm-hmm. like the it couple. So she was and Sharon Needles won her season. Well, you, you hear about Alaska, <coughs> excuse me, in season four when Sharon Needles first mentions her and says, you know, my my partner, Alaska, yeah. has tried out for every season and has not made it. Yeah. And she was struggling with that. Yeah. Sharon was. And she was like, so when I win, I had a hard time like feeling good about it. Yeah. Or when I got chosen because Alaska had tried so many times. Mm-hmm. And then to win it. Yeah. You know, and, and both of them talk about that. They talk about how hard it was at first. And, yeah. You know, because drag queens, drag queens have egos. Mm-hmm. And there was definitely some... Um, and then Alaska was uh, also, you know, like like we said, living in Sharon's shadow. But she was in. So there were some things that she like had like struggled with, like yeah. not to be good enough. And then we had like uh, then we had Honey Mahogany, who was not a super memorable queen, but they call yeah. her the caftan queen. She did wear a caftan. <laughs> she wore a caftan. Exclusively, pretty Exclusively. much. Exclusively. She was the a Bay Area queen that season, and she was just very, like, kind of uh, grandmotherly. I don't know. Yes. I, like, her she, style was she very She looked that. like she was on her fourth husband. <laughs> yeah. She she spends most of her time in the south of France at their summer home. Yeah. Like. She, she lives off of her... She lives off of her uh, her dead husband's uh, her alimonies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we have Ivy Winters. Winters. Um, she was epic too. She, she was pretty good. She, and she won Miss Congeniality. She was really, really nice queen. Yeah, her stilts routine. Oh my god! Stop it. She and she was a, a fashion designer as well, and mm-hmm. she was like pretty well known in the fashion designer industry for that mm-hmm. um monica beverly hills she was she left pretty soon um she was a trans queen i i remember her story yes. yeah she, she came out on the show she did and um she had kind of a tough time but you know she mm-hmm. was just going through too much i think to to be, to on be the able show to, to do anything time. but she did come back for all stars later and she did pretty well in all stars good Lanesha Sparks is another one that's like super unmemorable. She mm-hmm. was she was a Puerto Rican queen and she was hot and she looked really good, but like her English was real bad. Rough, huh? So it was hard to like yeah. get to know her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, we have Coco Montrese. <laughs> who oh, is drama queen. <laughs> Dorito makeup Cheeto face. Cheeto face. Yeah. Like her orange look makeup. at how orange your face is <laughs> look at how fucking orange you look girl <laughs> yes her contour was very orange or her highlight was very orange and so she ended they ended up making a 
pretty fun joke out of it later on where she like for one of her talents and all starts she like has a bag of doritos and is like doing her makeup <laughs> like a crushed up bag of doritos yes. so that was pretty fun but um jinx took it jinx took it that season yeah she did really well mm-hmm there was a lot of really good challenges that season. We had Relaska talks. We did have the the Heathers <laughs> of that because you know they were Heathers in season. Was that three? Yeah, Raja, mm-hmm. Delta, and Carmen Carrera were the Heathers. Yeah, it, yep. And they um, called the other girls buggers. buggers. <laughs> yeah, there's they, always a click. Yeah. yeah, and then there was Relaska talks, which I think Alaska kind of got. Well, so that's Michelle one thing. Lesage says something. To she her, does. Right? Michelle Lesage, um, she's like, you don't need to be in a group. You need to be standing out. Exactly. And um, Alaska took that to heart. And you know, later Roxy did too. And and that's one thing about Roxy that I really liked is that she understood that if Rue was telling you something, she was telling you for a reason. Yeah, she finally did. Yeah, there were some times where Roxy didn't take that into consideration, and she learned a pretty hard lesson from it. But yeah, the top three was was uh, Alaska, Roxy, Roxy and Jinx and Jinx. And top four was detox. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, Alaska talks was in the top four. And I think that they were sort of hoping that they were going to be like the top three three, but then detox got eliminated um and roxy stayed and just roxy's tenacity was admirable too because Mm -hmm. like this bitch was in the bottom so much Mm -hmm. and she still like turned it out and even in her season of all-stars same fucking thing like she's getting the bottom so much but she still somehow manages to Mm -hmm. turn that fucking lip sync and be able to like win that challenge or whatever it is that she's doing i have to say that that the lip syncs from season five were the best they were so good right so Alyssa Edwards and um, what's her name's lip sync were that was the first season where Rue did the Shantae you both stay yeah and that was Alyssa Edwards and who oh my god I don't remember I don't remember either but it was a real it was fierce mm-hmm. and um, so that was the first season that they did that and Alyssa Edwards was a fierce lip singer too mm-hmm. and she was one of the first queens that said if I have to lip sync all the my way life, all the way to the top like I'll that's what I'll do yep. and which is kind of a cop out but yeah um what about favorite guest judges that season my favorite guest judges that season um the lip sync extravaganza with uh the judge, Juliette Lewis was the judge on that. But Kristen Johnston, she, like I said, that was not my Yeah. Not I, I my like Ju- Juliette Lewis was definitely um, one of my favorites. But you know who fucking was great was Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. Yeah. She she's, she's, read those girls. She did. She is not as, <laughs> she is not as scared. <laughs> she is not as scared to read them to Hilarious. film. Hilarious. Yeah, she was good. I loved her. And she's so cute. She's just like a internet personality, but... She was a really fun guest well, I, judge. I had never heard of her before, but she left a fucking impression. That's what Yeah, she sure. did. Yeah, I loved her. Um, I really, one of my favorite mini challenges from that season was when uh, they created their little drag dolls. Yes. <laughs> Alaska's doll was so good. And she ends up making appearance throughout the seasons later on. Good. Just the doll. I can't remember what the fucking doll's name is right now. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um guess but guest judges Juliet Lewis, I loved her. The the Julie Browns. The Julie Browns episode was great. Yes. That was great. That was the Snatch Game episode. And Jinx Monsoon's Snatch was 
top notch. She played um, Edie, little Edie, which yep. a lot of people don't know who that is because it's it's very very old. Yeah, she was definitely the vintage queen that season. Yeah, and she um, little Edie was. Jackie Onassis's cousin and she was very eccentric and weird and didn't really leave the house a lot and was like this agoraphobic and mm-hmm. she, her the one that she does about I'm trying to make lunch for mother and I can't tell if it's pate, pate. for the cat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good I yep. loved it yep. um, but yeah the reading is fundamental challenge is always is always a good one <clears throat> what about you uh, favorite challenge was definitely the makeover for that season. That was the um, the makeover where they did the former veterans. Yes, the gay um, veterans. And Roxy won that challenge. Yeah, um, her well deserved. Her queen turned. Oh up. my fucking god! And they looked like they could be part of they the did. same family. They did. She did so well. Yeah. Um, that was definitely my favorite. And then just hearing the backstories from those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those, it was really interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. But one of the things that I really, really, I mean, obviously, we need to talk about uh, favorite run- runway looks. So why don't you talk about your favorite Rue looks and or <coughs> our favorite Rue looks from the the those seasons okay yeah um so some of my favorite elimination dresses worn by rue um she did a purple fringe like ombre number which just moved beautifully it was like like plum and like her hair it like matched her skin perfect Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. and her hair was like that beautiful like honey blonde wig and she just yeah incredible um the other one, which I think was the Henry Rollins episode, the the rock episode, yeah. was when she wore the black feather with yes. the mohawk. Yes. Lovely. Um, there was also a blue feather, like, fanned moment that yes. she had. <laughs> yeah. Um, yellow polka dots. Yeah. Absolutely. With, like, the sheer material. It was good. It was so good. Like, whoever does her styling, like, like we mentioned before, she drapes Rue so well. Like, well, yeah, she, I wish someone she, would drape me. <laughs> we need a Bob Mackie in our life Dude. who can just tailor all of our clothes. And even when Drew is out, Drew, even <laughs> when Rue is out of drag, those Klein, Epstein, and Parker suits, like, fit to yes. perfection like he's just fucking fierce yes all the way One, around 24 7 absolutely 24/7. love him uh, my favorite dress that rue has worn so far <clears throat> pardon me <laughs> was the lime green and teal iridescent number from yes. season five it like the light hit that bitch and it looked and she was shining like the top of the Chrysler building effervescent <laughs> so dude. good it was so so good yeah just wonderful and Rue is fucking fierce all the time like she is she's, she's never the not OG like she's yeah. royalty uh so some of my favorite runway looks um from the seasons from season one anything BB's the hair and Nina Flowers wore was pretty sick yeah yeah, uh, we had the punk queen and the African queen. Yeah, so. and BB did animal print like nobody's fucking business, mm-hmm. and she had that sick fucking animal print cat suit with the hat. Mm-hmm. She came out in, and I was just like gagging. She's so good. <laughs> um, for season two, Morgan, her curtain couture. Yeah, that I, I've already said it, but she just like that was the only time that it, Morgan came out on the runway, and I was just like. Bitch. Wow. And I know why you're here, you know. She had that sweet pompadour wig on and she she was just had it fit to her body really well. 
Raven's country realness mm-hmm. and her wedding dress. I just can't get enough of that little cute little cupcake dress with the little blue rosettes in mm-hmm. it. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It was so good. And her hair, she just looks so demure. And and she's usually like a pretty fierce looking queen. And mm-hmm. this one softened her up so much. more reserved. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so season three, my favorite season three uh, runway looks are uh, Manila Luzon's Christmas Couture. Right. And that was the, it was so fucking cute and she looked so cute. She had the little hand muff thing. Now, this is, it is actually called a muff. Right. <laughs> that is so funny because I saw a TikTok about it today. That is Did you? crazy. Yes. <laughs> is actually called a muff like i was like am i like saying this wrong like but i looked it up and it actually it sounds totally (laughs) dirty and but it is called a muff and so she had this cute little fur muff and she had on ear muffs as well and she just looked so cute and her makeup was flawless and i just i fucking loved that look um and of course raja 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 like we cannot get enough time the Futurama Glamorama with the gold mm-hmm. was so good. The extravagant drag where she was dressed like Marie Antoinette. Oh, I died when I saw that. That has been recreated throughout the seasons of Drag Race as well. I, I believe it. I believe because it. Because later on, there's like a, a all-star. I think it's in an all-stars season where Rue wants the queens to recreate an iconic look from previous seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's been a few that have been, that have done the uh, Raja look. And awesome. then almost everything that Yara Sofia wore on the runway was like immaculate it was just great i mean she has just this piercing look about her just like you can't look away when she's on the runway she's it's just so good um moving on to season four uh my favorite i mean sharon sharon she was the one that just caught my eye and chad chad had some really good ones too chad did have some very good ones he was always very like uh regal and like uh he reminded me of like an old lady that's been divorced a few times (laughs) you know (laughs) well he's like I mean, that would make sense because his his whole drag persona was Cher. had been ga- based off of Cher. So yeah, totally that makes, makes total sense. sense. Yeah. And um, and I think I don't remember if we talked about it before, but Chad's partner is a uh, fashion designer. Yes. And has designed and made a lot of Chad's costumes. So that zebra cat suit that Chad wore on the runway, mm-hmm. fucking fierce. Uh, Chad's partner made that, but the apocalyptic Rupocalypse look yeah. in the very first season that Sharon with the blood coming out of her mouth. Yeah, like, it was, oh, it was so uh, Yeah, everything that Sharon did was just so iconic. Yeah, I mean, it was just so yeah. unique and she just had such a great style. And oh, I just adore such her. Such a great style and just a, a really fun edgy attitude but could also pull off a glam look and and own it and do it well which i think is the sign of a really good well-rounded queen yeah i i I loved her final look um in the show because she did a glam look at the very end and it was yeah perfect yeah um 
Well, I loved when they were doing the WTF wrestling and she had like on the fake tan and <laughs> was wearing like, and she was like this little ditzy blonde and was wearing like the gold bath- uh, bikini and everything. I love that too. But the platinum and gold Elvis look yeah, yep. was fucking everything to me. Like I was gagged. I love that one so, so hard. Um, And then season five, Alaska had some of the best looks detox had some really good looks but alaska's trash couture i know is one of your favorite looks yeah with the saran wrap i mean yeah she literally took garbage like garbage (laughs) garbage and made it it was spectacular it was and made an evening gown made a ball (laughs) gown like out of it yeah it was it was so great that's the kind of shit that i always wanted to do you know i've had my share of making things out of garbage Yes, we have. Trash and fashion. <laughs> yes, we did do the trash and fashion show. I pulled out some stops and some stuff on that one. But like that was what I would have wanted to the heights that I would have wanted to reach had I continued doing stuff like yeah. that. Like, well, if you if you watch um, America, America's Next Top Model. <laughs> um, Runway, Project Runway. Project Runway. Thank you. If you watch Project Runway, they have a few unconventional material challenges every season, and some of them are just phenomenal. See, I know. I there's been times where I've watched Project Runway and I and I felt the same thing. Like, why haven't I been watching this? Yeah. And then you know, I just kind of get off on my own thing and start watching something else. But I think Project Runway needs to be for sure on our list. On our list, yes. Yes. Um, Detox's Think Pink. Okay, so Detox's Think Pink was one of my absolute favorites. It was like the fishnet overlay, and she had all of the body yaddy yaddy, and she had like the neck piece, but mm-hmm. her 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 proportions were correct. Like, if you're going to wear something around your neck, you have to have big hair, you have to have your body right. Yep. And Detox was really good about um, having clothes that fit her body and looked good right mm-hmm. and then um alaska's little mermaid little mermaid runway was uh adorable. was also yeah it was so cute um and i can't think of any more for season five that i the the one that i wanted to mention is roxy's uh candy dress candy or yes yes that she did the, that was just stunning the candy ball was fun yeah alaska had a cute had some cute stuff for the candy ball too mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that's the one that detox went home on was the candy ball i can't remember it was yeah because there was only four of them left and then um alaska roxy and jinx stayed and and detox got sent home that yeah, that one right. so i think you're right yeah it was her and Jinx lip syncing mm-hmm. at the end. And yeah, that's the one that Detox went home on. But other than the candy couture, Detox had some fucking lukes yeah. on that on season five. She had and and Roxy did too. Roxy had she was the the body queen for Yes. Every I mean I love season five. I love a thick girl that is yes. still cool showing off her body. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you're thick in the right places and your proportions look right, like you can pull off 
anything that a, a skinny, quote unquote, skinny yeah, girl can pull off. 100%. So, I mean, yeah, she turned it every time. Uh, there, you know, she had a bad attitude sometimes, but I still, I really, still really liked Roxy. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, that's it for this one. But I think we kind of decided that we're just going to continue doing RuPaul until we're all caught up on yep. it, on it. Well, yeah, and, you got me hooked um, now, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to uh, move on to um, So You Think You Can Dance for our next reality TV show yes. segment. My choice. I Which have, is Justine's choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been watching that show from the beginning, and it's just, I cannot personally dance. So I think, you know, that's why I admire it so much. But yeah. yeah. Well, and it's always, I mean, just watching people dance as an art form has always been something that I've been interested in as well. Yeah. So I mean, I know that it'll be something that I'll really like too. I just never just never clicked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> but I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to continue on with RuPaul because we have a special guest that actually worked on RuPaul's drag race seasons two, three, and four and drag you as well. Both and seasons. so we've got both, both of the seasons of drag you. So we've got some behind the scenes, like tea and it is shade and pink tea. lemonade. We've got all of it. And, um, so we're re really excited about this one. And then we even have a guest set up for our next Installment. five episodes yeah, of, of this. So that is going to be so much fun. And I'm so excited about that. Yeah. And if, if anybody, you know, because we'll have uh, 11 through 15 after that, if anybody is a drag queen or drag queen adjacent or whatever, um, yeah, we would love to if, if you're interested in it, we would love to have you on the show to talk have about it. Have you tried so. out for RuPaul's Drag Race and didn't yes, make it? That or, would be great. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff we want to hear. Like we want to we want to hear all of that. But um, yeah, I guess we'll just end this with uh, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Let the music play. <laughs> and you're welcome and thank you bye, bye. hi you can listen to trash cat productions we have to go back on spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts you can contact us via email at we have to go back for at gmail.com you can follow us on Instagram at we have to go back 42 and on TikTok at we have to go back 4815162342. So please like, subscribe, share, email, all of that. Bye.